Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk Kashras, presented by the Kashras Awareness Project in conjunction with Torah Anytime. Today, I am privileged to be joined by Rabbi Chaim Arking, administrator of the JSOR and Rosh Kailal of Kolel Or Halacha of Lakewood, New Jersey. Rabbi Arking, thank you for being here. Pleasure. Did I thank say you. that right? Kolel Or Halacha? Your Havara is improving. <laughs> okay. Well, the JSOR is a, a premier Kashas organization uh, serving a primarily Svardic audience, right, in, in the Jersey Shore area. Or based off the Svardic audience, or based serving, on, serving many, many a very people. broad audience. At least initially, it served the Svardic community, Baruch as this uh, whole area of the Jersey Shore, the greater uh, central Jersey area. Uh, has grown. Obviously, many, many people, Ashkenazim and Svardim, um, are patronizing the stores that your Hashkocha supervises. Uh, but today, what I'd like to discuss with you is the differences in providing a Hashkocha for an Ashkenazi clientele versus a Svarda clientele. You're, uh, again, the JSR, uh, JSOR is a, is a Svarda conscious organization. Which what takes into account. Right, so what our, does it take into account? Walk us through it. So it's interesting that, of course, we have to take into account for all the people who we service, but if you go through Shulchan Aruch from cover to cover, which uh, we hope to do soon, is uh, many, many differences, and sometimes even chumras that you would find by the Sephardim that are not found specifically uh, as the minig by the Ashkenazim. Like, for example... You go to uh, your chalant is burning on uh, Friday night, Shabbos morning. Could you add hot water? So for Sfardim, the din of Davalach, Shinitstanen, is going to be more chamer than mm-hmm. for Ashkenazim how to deal with. So imagine in a catering facility and a Shabbos morning and something burning. Wow, the way to deal with it might be needed to be adjusted. Mm-hmm. Another example, something which for the Svardim might be more of a question, right, that, that would come up. And then, of course, when you go through Yeridea from Shrita, Bedikas Hareya, what we call Basar Bet Yosef, so that's obviously something that is a Chumr by us. And Baruch Shem, that effort was led over the past many deca- decades by Chachamasher Hachuel, who introduced it to the world on a commercial scale, mm-hmm. and Misham Hira Lamaila that uh, he was able to, to trailblaze that, uh, that, that, that for, for us and our communities and beyond. Uh, you talk about Yanni uh, Bishel when it comes to cooking. Right, right? So I was going to say, Bishel is probably the most well-known Prominent, distinction. Right. And we'll, and we'll leave that for a completely separate conversation, right. a, a separate episode. Um, for this uh, com- brief conversation, we'll, we'll talk about the other differences. What should the consumer... Um, whether Svardik or Ashkenazic, because perhaps there are Ashkenazim who are makbid um, on some of the chumras that the Svardim have in these areas of kashras. What should they know when they're going out to eat or buying food? Give them some... Right, so most probably, the, yes, yeah, so the top three uh, questions that you'd want to ask for Svardi. First of all, Gabe Yashan. Number two, regarding the meat being base Yosef. And... Number three, regarding the Bishal Yisrael that's being done, and even that it's L'svardim, L'fidas HaMechaber. Break those down, explain the, the Yashan concern right, for so Svardi as opposed to right, Ashkenazim. So the, the discussion of Yashan 
is whether Yashan is the Raisa in Chuslaritz or the Rabbanan. Mm-hmm. So for the Mechaber, for the Sfardim, it's considered the Raisa and therefore to a much higher level. And when discussing Sveikas or Svek Sveikas or mm-hmm. different uh, computations that people make, they need to be taken into account as a Dairaisa, not as a Drabana that factors in. Uh, so well, walk me through that for a second. If a, if a Svardi from Jew goes to a typical wedding in one of our communities, uh, this studio happens to be in Lakewood, New Jersey. We have many wonderful wedding halls here in Lakewood. If, if a Svardi like yourself goes to a typical wedding. Do you have to be concerned? Are you going to the kitchen? Assuming that it's uh, under Ashkenazi Ashkacha, are you now limited as to what you could eat? You know, walk us through that. Yeah, it does happen quite often, right? I'll go to a wedding and not really indulge too much. And uh, primarily, you talk about Bishri Sofasfardim on a commercial scale, it's not really yet at that point. Baruch Hashem and our Hashkacha, that's something that we have by policy that all caterers must be Bishal Yisrael Fasfardim. They are Sfardish, they are serving the Sfardic community, and it's a Nagul Hachmir, like the Dat Maran, and that is the Hanhaga. Well, let's say specifically Yashon, let's say we're talking about Shechita, Bet Yosef. So right. are you going into the kitchen and finding out if the meat being served is shechita bet yosef? So that would, that would definitely be a concern. Or otherwise you could get chicken. Uh-huh. Or if they have veal, mm-hmm. if you're lucky. Or lamb, mm-hmm. <laughs> which uh, according to all standards, they're going to take as bet uh, yosef. Mm-hmm. Because they're younger and not the older beef. Right. The question of Yashan, Baruch Hashem, recently many, many of the bakeries have uh, stepped up to the plate. If not, if not the majority of uh, Yashan, right, right? Due to the demand and uh, thanks right. to Rabbi Herman, right, sure. the Tzadik Levracha, who mm-hmm. introduced this for many decades and sure. put his life to... Uh, guy to Chadash. Yes, yeah. uh, that's what we grew up on, the right. Gaita Chadash. That was a tremendous asset, you know, especially to us and uh, beyond. Um, any other... Uh, any other comments on this topic? So you could talk about in Pas, right? Chaimataner, and you could talk about in Yayinasach, right? If uh, the first Seif, for the Mechaber, it's Tam Yenam, is considered Asr Bahana, and for the Ramah, and some people also go like that in the Sfardish Shabbat, that it's not going to be Asr Bahana. So these nuances and understanding these nuances throughout Shulchan Aruch is important in the Hanhaga of how Asfardi himself, when he goes to a wedding, when he goes to a restaurant, and what he's looking for. And number two, in running a Hashkacha, to understand how to best be mechavenet towards these lofty goals. So, I mean, is it... Uh... Is it elementary or, or even ignorant for me to say that it's harder for a Svardi who's keeping to the, to the halacha, according to the Beis Yosef, to, to properly maintain his standards than an Ashkenazi? <laughs> it sounds somewhat daunting. I mean, uh, you know. I, fi- I find myself often by many you know, places wherever I travel, I have to end up or go. Mm-hmm. And uh, there could be signs mm-hmm. and saying, Kasher Lamahadrin, Minhamahadrin. And you know different and a, descriptions no about it, and I'm like, is it Yashan? Not necessarily. Is it Beis Yosef? Is it Bishri Sofes Fardim? And these three strikes already like leave you like, like the I'm not sure what that means to the highest, uh, you know, Mahadran when we're missing, you know, some uh, some of these things. But interesting, right? Is it different at all in Eretz Yisrael with a, a large 
Svardi community, do you find that, that, they're, that they're catering more? So there's a lot more awareness, awareness. right, of this and uh, being done. Like, for example, the Eid Haredes, so they took it on years ago, that uh, all, all that they do is Bashar Yisrael. Oh, yeah? Us, yeah? It's more than that. And, like, and Shkita Beis Yosef also? Their uh, Shkita is also Beis Yosef? So again, the, the, the definition of what Beis Yosef means, right, is something which is subject to uh, interpretation. interpretation. <laughs> And uh, we've been at a number of different uh, shechitas around Eretz Yisrael and around America. And that interpretation, of course, is uh, subject to your Messiah, the mm -hmm. way you're learning, and uh, who you're getting it from. And as far as Yoshin and Eretz Yisrael, obviously because Yoshin and Eretz Yoshin 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 right Yisrael, so, right. So, so there's no responsible hechsher in Eretz Yisrael giving yeah. a hechsher if it's not going to be Yashan. Right. So if you're getting something from a product from Eretz Yisrael, you know automatically that it's you know, right. Yashan with a good hechsher. Any final thoughts on the, on this conversation, which is everything related to Svardik Kashras other than Bishal Yisrael, and then you know the next time we'll get more into that. I think we uh, covered pretty much the basic scope of uh, what a person should be focused on, and uh, these three main questions, when they come into focus, right, would really most probably navigate you best anytime you're looking to be Mahader, like the Minhag Avotenu should be Adenu. Okay, it's very eye-opening. Obviously, to an Ashkenazi uh, like myself, uh, thank you, Rabbi Arkin, for coming in to talk.